Hey, universe. <clears throat> All right, it's 6.24 a.m. on the 4th of December, Sunday, in uh, some year that's not the year that it was last year. But, uh, you know, do you know? Are you sure? Do you know? Do you want to know? Should I tell you? Should I let you know? God, sometimes I can't even stand the way I talk. Huh, Phoebe? All right. I got to be at work in uh, 34 minutes, so I don't have but time for a quick note. However, since I can't seem to escape thinking this thought this morning, I thought it would be worth pursuing perhaps all day long. And that is, why aren't things better? And is some level of uh, duality or duplicitic Duplistic, duplistic, <laughs> duplicitous hypocrisy, the source for all of our current shittiness, shuddiness for the PG-13 crowd. And what am I asking? I'm asking, is everyone afraid of their own comeuppance? Is that why we sit here with misery and and the sort of broken down, dysfunctional civilization of humanity that we currently are enduring? Does everybody else fear the idea that they'll have to come clean about the bullshit they're pulling? Are we all selling the world a version of ourselves that's not true? God, I hope not. But why can't I stop having this thought? Probably because i got to get to work. Oh, and it's 628. Booyah! Hey, universe. I'm having that thing again. Where I just can't take this reality seriously. But maybe I'll just think about all this tinnitus that's been driving me crazy all day. Whispering doesn't help. So why the fuck am I whispering, right? What? Why'd you have to swear 21 seconds in, bro? You had no reason to drop an F-bomb right there. Agreed. But, not surprised. Um, I'll tell you what. I'll go find an Indica and see if I can't mellow this mood out for both of us. Okay. I think I found the perfect solution here. How does a big, fat, fresh bowl of LSD sound to you. Yeah? Come on now, let's get this going. Even better, I forgot I had a Death Star. Bonus! Unpause. Okay, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. I too am torn. And so, rather than forego the LSD, we're going to do a combo bowl of uh, Death Star. Oh my god, that looks good. Oh my god, that looks good. And... LSD, which, oh, I only break out for special occasions. So, let me go get special, and we'll make this an occasion. You know what I'm dumb about, aside from losing stuff and cheating on all my ex-girlfriends? It's that I buy glass stemware as if somehow I'm going to magically treat it well. I mean, seriously. That is another way in which I'm dumb. And on this, I could not be wrong. I am right.
But let me go get special. I'm still not special. I thought it was special. I thought it was special. I thought it was special. I, is that the only lyric in that song? Boy, it sure seems like it. Okay, and I'm definitely not ripping on garbage, especially their version 2.0, which, if I'm being honest, was probably my favorite album of the decade of... Well, no, it wouldn't be... Was that the red one? Right? Yeah. Well, I had a year of probably listening to that on Ecstasy, so <clears throat> I liked it that much. Whew, sorry. I had to travel to, I think, Asia in my brain? Or in my imagination brain? In the brain of my imagine in the somewhere up in my brain, I think I went to Asia just now, but I'm I'm back. Okay, unpause. Uh, okay, pause. Wait, pause. Cause you see, chicks can't hold they smoke. That is what it is. Uh, I'm not sure that is what it is. I mean, Beth, for instance. Whew, Beth could hold her smoke. So could Netta. So could Julie. So could Barb. So could Tanya. So could Tammy. Well, not so much Tammy. And, of course, Lauren, not at all. Yum, yum, tree. Yum, yum, tree. Yum, yum, tree. What happened to thee? Okay. <clears throat> Enough nonsense. On to nonsense with a capital N. Um, Alright. Probably a good time to... Hack through the rules, not the rules, the confession, the obligations, the, if you're dumb enough to keep listening, well, this should be enough to get you to shut down. Uh, first of all, why am I even doing this? Especially if I could be wrong. <laughs> What's the point? That is a very good question. And one, frankly, I probably should have asked myself before right now. But having not done that... I'm going to plug in here, and we're going to discuss, hmm, should I tell you the real reason I'm doing this? Um, it's pretty absurd. But I have to say that the tranquility of this year, especially considering some early hiccups and some family hiccups, well, it's been, hmm, new? It was painfully noticeable. And not painfully in the moment, but painful in rethinking lost time. You hear um, drug addicts or alcoholics describe sobriety as recapturing the sense of the time they dedicated and lost to the alcohol, drug abuse, whatever. Because in that mode, time stops having meaning. Substance takes over all control. So you just really could not care less what time it is, what the next week looks like, what the next day looks like. So long as the fix is coming, time is irrelevant. The only time you ever really sense is the time between fixes. And that time's running in perpetual slow motion mode. So you're just... You're just in a position of being a flutter with time. Not keeping track of it appropriately. 
and the reason to talk about time is going to come back to me at some time, but it's not with me at the moment. Time being relative and elusive and all, it's hard for me to zero in on what exactly time I should be talking about other than this time. You have to know that I lose my train of thought all the time. And I don't do it intentionally. I'm not setting out to not finish my thought. But I wander. And I wander relentlessly. Mm, somewhat because I'm high. I understand. Yeah, I heard you. But not entirely. I wander because I find my mental process of following the paths that so far may have been left untended, unvisited, unknown about. I've been challenging myself to think a way that feels the rhythm and cycle of inevitability as a variable inside the factor of what I'm chasing down. In other words, I think we can whirl back in time and swirl forward in time. It's what I like to call a whirly-swirly. No, I'm, I'm totally making this up. Don't ever let me say that again. But <clears throat> in a universe full of whirly-swirlies, should something like that exist, which of course it doesn't because I'm never saying that again, what you do in the present is the energetic catalyst to both set up your future and refine your past. So, in a universe full of swirly-whirlies, of course, something we all know exists, that universe, well, again, you don't get to focus on your swirly or your whirly and make one swirlier or whirlier than the other or swirlier or whirlier than it was supposed to be. In fact, if you focus on looking forward or trying to relive the past, all you end up doing is unliving the future. I mean, sorry, unliving the present. And by unliving it, I mean whatever is there to be grasped in real time you'll miss. So, is my meandering way of thinking through my mental incongruities tiresome? Fuck yeah, it is. Fuck yeah, it is. So, is my swearing tiresome? To those of you who don't like swearing, fuck yeah, it is. Son of a bitch and motherfucker swears a lot, doesn't he? For what reason? Because he's a foul-mouthed piece of shit, that's what. It doesn't matter what you want to call me when it comes to the language choices I make. What if I just spoke to you in Chinese? Would that be less offensive? You wouldn't understand a word I have to say. Plus, I'd be making the language up because I don't speak a word of Chinese. So that would be totally offensive to the Chinese country. And to the country of China. And to anybody else who speaks Chinese. And to anybody who doesn't, if they have a soul. My point is, and I 
<laughs> do have a point here. There is an inherent absurdity to the idea that there are words that are off-limits. It makes me want to make up words that I want to create and call them swear words that we're no longer allowed to say. Like, Swizzmix. Nope, because that'll get me copyright infringement lawsuits from Swiss Mix. So how about Ms. Wix? If your Ms. Wix is wet, well, clearly you need to take that shit outside. Now what's a Ms. Wix? Anyhow, don't use that word. It's dirty. It's not allowed. No Ms. Wix. No muff diving. No carpet bagging. No fellatio. No double cock and pussy. Upside down. Dirty Sanchez maneuvering. None of that shit. Because those words are dirty. And some of those actions are really dirty. But... Why do you think we invented the towel? <clears throat> right, Towley? Right. I'm fucking high. We know. Alright, so... You should expect me to be high. Tally doesn't show up for fucking nothing. He expects a bong hit. And so do I. Or 18 of them, or at least 12. So, if that's offensive to you, I get it. You've been... Um, conditioned to think that there is some uh, nefarious activity going on here in me hitting the pipe. So, if that's the way you feel, I would say you probably don't want to listen to the next 10 seconds. And I'd also say, oh, well, that that crack around the top of my box so I can compromise the fucking airflow because that was a terrible hit. But let me hit that again. You probably don't want to listen to these next five seconds either. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Real green is always the scene, right? Um, profanity, drug talk, no inhibitions, gross locker room boy noises, and crying. So if that's not a podcast worth downloading, then I honestly want to know what the fuck they don't want us to know. Or should the uh, brain uh, part of my... Uh, uh, God, why can't I think of any podcasts right now? Because I haven't listened to any of them in a long time. But that's the shit they don't want you to know. So if you're going to figure out what... Uh, mm, there's got to be a podcast called What Makes Us Tick. I don't fucking know. There's a podcast for everything. This isn't even a podcast. This is either a confession to the devil, a love letter to my ex-girlfriend Nicole, a statement of clarity for my own mental lucidity, or, well, it's not a complete waste of time because I've already gotten stuff out of it. Or the equivalent of a college project for a pseudo-major like American Studies that's not 
coherent enough to actually offer a senior thesis. You just do some study of the love boat or something, right? That's what this is. Now, pause. So, does that make this whole thing pseudo-intellectual? Well, first of all, awfully assumptive to throw the I word around like that, right? I mean, <laughs> the anti-intellectual pursuit of knowledge that this uh, quandary of mistakes and misstatements provides, shall we call that pseudo-intellectualism? My dog says yes. I mean, she doesn't. She snores, but whatever. Pseudo-intellectualism. Could there be a more vapid term? Uh, yes, there could. It would be vapid. So then, in exchange for all that, I give you as much hmm, direct, truthful, respectful analysis, self-reflection, and solution-oriented critique with a good attitude, I never want to be downbeat. And I stand behind what I've said. Across all of it. I am tired of people slip sliding around on things they've said previously. No. I say what I think for reasons that I have thought through. I speak what I want to share for reasons that I believe what I am speaking out loud. I am open to discourse and counter-argument across everything life has to offer to discuss. And I am always questioning, could I be wrong? Maybe it's not all my fault. I could be wrong. So far, most of the evidence says, yeah, it's a lot, a lot your fault. My fault, my fault, not yours, mine. Moi. Right, Frenchie? Yes, we. Oui. Um, <clears throat> oh, man, and I missed, I missed, I missed the absurd redirect joke that should have followed the Fonzie reference, which would have been, hey, and I even thought it in my head at the time. But do you know what I went through? I went through the process of thinking copyright infringement. Because that's a phrase that I remember having on a t-shirt when I was seven years old. So there's no question it's associated with that character. There's no question there's grounds for misuse of, uh, of what? Uh, copyrighted material or... Uh, what do you do with a character like Arthur Fonzarelli? Is he... I don't even know. I don't even care. But I hate a universe that keeps me from sharing what was a spontaneous moment of giddy uh, interjection that honestly came from I don't know where. That little absurd talk to the... Well, what do I even call it? The uh, something book, the bad, uh, bad metaphor book or inappropriate metaphor book, whatever. The whole conversation about coagulating blood like a scab, 
that is not planned. That is the downside of freewheeling it and just thinking, yeah, I'll freestyle for 27 minutes and just make shit interesting. <sighs> so you can expect to fucking hit the stop button, the skip button, the fast forward button, and even the rewind button. Mostly because of mumble and you don't want to play it. So you rewind and you try to figure out what I said. And then you can't understand what I said because I was didn't even talking to the microphone. I was thinking my hand. I make all kinds of mistakes with the audio. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry for the ones I've made. Sorry for the ones I'm about to make. And sorry for the ones that I'm making right now. So. Fortunately, I can put all this out there in this space and time. Including the last and final and only true recommendation coming from all these confessional uh, warnings about what you shouldn't tolerate if you can't proceed here with these knowledge points. Including, did I say anything in that last salad word of Sarah Palin 20s? Probably not. Um, uh, man, Phoebe, that is good weed. LSD just knocks me off the shelf. I mean, and and it shatters the glass container that I'm in. I just... Sitting on the floor going, wow, I'm fucking stoned. Okay, so speed your, speed your uh, little playback machiner up to at least 1.7, 1.8. Uh, I listen to myself anywhere from 1.8 to 2.5, and sometimes even 3.0. So, I expect, since I, uh, sometimes drag stuff on, having your finger ready to hit the fast forward button is a pretty good idea. Just like I have mine on the pause, pause. Alright, and last and certainly least, because this isn't actually on the list, nor will I ever probably say this one again, but I'll just put it here. Since I wrote it down. Long form communication. Well, I wouldn't say it's my forte, but it's my preference. I like to drill down significantly on whether the color of the light blue Bic lighter is more of a sky blue or more of a hmm, cornflower blue. Turquoise. Okay, that's a terrible one because you could figure that out in three minutes. But if you were to try to figure out all the spooky shit on the $1 bill, well, that's the kind of thing I'm totally down for. And I'm down for doing that for four hours if it takes four hours to get all the spooky shit on the $1 bill out into conversation, hashed through, and decided for what level of nefarious activity is necessarily behind it. So long form, not always there, but my preference. So stumbling out of the gate like a lame horse at the Kentucky Derby is when I start a sentence like, I really want to speak about the importance of having a cookie jar that has a cover on it, but never get to that destination because as I start to speak about cookies, I then go into a whole rant about Chrome and how invasive that little motherfucker is on my Android system, right? So then I forget that I was even talking about cookie 
jars, and it's not like you miss anything, because the cookie jar point was probably stupid anyway, but I leave things dangling all the time, because I redirect in real time as if I'm playing some video game where the whole point is to find shortcuts. And it's annoying for me too, so I'm apologizing for that too. Okay, I haven't gotten... Oh, and obviously my handling of the phone. It's terrible. I, and I, I always think in real time as I pick up my phone, what the fuck are you doing? But what are you doing? I'm handling my phone. Oh yeah, well, what are you doing that for? Because I'm a douche. All right, well. That in the long form we have finally cleared up. All right, should we rotate it this way or this way before we start this little Walmart receipt with all these notes written on it? All right, let's flip her over. Let's see what's on the back. Why do you have to be like this? <laughs> oh, I do remember writing that. Um, I don't have to be like this. But the whole first year was about finding a level of comfort in sharing my voice from within finding a further level of comfort of becoming my voice that's within and finding the furthest level of comfort in not having to think about if I'm aligning my voice within with my actions outside and interacting in the 3D universe reality that we all share. I had to sync up my messaging publicly with my internal dialogue. They can't waver. They have to be completely cooperating to the point that I don't feel like I'm ever exposed because I'm never there to be undermined in a way that would feel like you, you can't, you can't take away from me what I already know is mine eternally. So if you want to play my games with me, I'll play them, but that's as long as they're interesting. Like, as long as you can play a game that's fun to engage. But otherwise, like, no. <laughs> What's the point? So, that's why I can't really talk about the Kardashians or current topics. I've never had an interest in anything that you would consider a trending topic. Part of the reason that I stayed off of Twitter. And not that I would get addicted to a Twitter newsfeed. Though I might, I'll, I'll admit, that could possibly be fucking phenomenal. But it would mostly not be phenomenal. And so even if I didn't necessarily get addicted to uh, uh, lively content streams, I might get addicted to real-time updates of any kind. Hey, what did the uh, University of Montana figure out about horses that uh, have three legs? Oh, they're going to live two more years? Well... Good to know. That's like that dog thing where the, yeah, you know, have you heard about that? Oh, well, maybe it's, maybe it is true. All right. So roundabout way of saying why I talk about what I talk about is because I think it's what I'm interested in. I think it's what's possibly interesting to myself 10 years from now. And I think it's what may be worth checking back on to see how I've changed. So then why do I talk so much about things like smoking weed and Sandy Hook? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember writing this part down, but I guess because I've freed myself up to talk about weed for the first time in 35 years, so barf, 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 blah, 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 I will.
And because fuck Sandy Hook, man. Sandy Hook pisses me off. Should piss you off too. Um, why did we outlaw shit? Why did we outlaw shit? Oh, no. Why did we outlaw shit? Fuck. Okay, yeah. Why did we outlaw words? Why did we outlaw them? Okay. Here's my, here's my thing. This one's not very hard to figure out. Just reverse engineer it. Words aren't dirty. I mean, maybe the word fuck. You know, and maybe some of the words for art. Franks and Beans and Hoo Hoo are a little vulgar. But if if a word like, hmm, let me think if I can think of a good one. Like, um, uh, um, damn, I'm just, I, I so don't want to think of people grouped that these words just don't really ever get to stick to my dartboard. Um, but I know if I just looked at a word of slang words for, for, uh, for whatever peoples you want to group up, um, I would find a bunch of offensive terms, but none of them are so offensive. They can't be said on 10 o'clock TV. So the words that we've outlawed, in my opinion, are the lingo and slang that emerge from peoples that we want to remind our secondary citizens. So then why do we glorify things like rap music? Wouldn't that be a counter argument to exactly what I'm saying? And did that, does that mean that the world of swear words from shit fucking son of a bitch to asshole, um, I'll stop, uh, all came from minority usage. Well, I don't know this, this, this actually is worth me stopping talking out my ass, which is exactly what I'm doing. Um, and going to see if I can't find some of the root derivations for words like asshole or ass or when ass became not a donkey, but a, a word of, of derision. So, fair enough. This is a project I'm actually interested in, so I'll do it. Where do swear words come from, and why do they exist? Figure you'll get that before Hanukkah ends. Is there a Hanukkah this year? Hanukkah's every year, right? Let's not go with something I can't even name. So, you'll get this before Kwanzaa ends? <laughs> I did not just mock Kwanzaa. So how about before the new year? Sound good? Great. Putting that down. Project to end 2022. What the fuck happened to make swear words swear words? It's bullshit. Okay. Why do I have to be like this? Oh, we already covered that. Why can't you talk about trending topics? We already covered that. I'm not going to go back to weed and Sandy Hook. So what happened to... Uh, what happened to Chevron? What? Oh, Chevrolet changed back. Mandela effect. It's not Chevrolet anymore. It's Chevrolet like it used to be. 
All right, our nation's just lines on maps that convince us to kill each other. Well, yeah, right? I mean, it's all just lines on maps. And then we use those lines on maps to gang up and decide that we don't like the people on the other side of that map line. And then we go kill them, right? Is there more to it than that? So if we took the lines on the map away, would we stop killing each other? I know, I think simple like a five-year-old. But you do not know what you do not know. In other words, you don't know what you don't know. Or, put a third way, you don't know what you do not know. And if you would like to complete the circle with what you don't know, is what you do not know, so thus you do not know what you don't know. So quit asking about it. This is what's fascinating to me. Because when you're, when you're in touch with the universal source, you can know anything. But what do you have to know to know something? You have to know what you don't know. Your curiosity has to have a direction to point. And because the ethereal is literally knowledge of the entire width, space, depth of the universe, the one thing you can't gain access to is that which you don't know. And you so badly want to know everything, that the only way to learn what you don't know is to come to Earth and experience things that can only be conceived of in a linear time-space with 3D reality, 4D if you count time, which you have to. And thus, that lesson pulled from whatever tragic to triumphant circumstances your life on earth provides, well, now you've learned something more about the texture of the universe in which you exist to go further and learn more and get deeper into what there is to know. But you have to come have actionable experience to even begin to know what to go pursue to fulfill your destiny within the universe. So you're here to fail. You're here to be miserable. Just like you're here to surprise yourself by the outrageously successful activities you just initiated and pulled off. It's all part of learning what exists to be experienced. So you come here to learn what you don't know. Or at least that's a big part of it. Okay. Are we ready to say enough's enough? No, because this one's important that I follow back on. How do you step outside yourself? How is that even possible? 
Because in the last episode, I was talking about stepping outside yourself to realize things like, can you be a person of complete nonviolence? And on the flip side of that, could you be the kind of person who, whenever they see an injustice, intervenes to stand up for those being transgressed against? And if you're made of neither extreme, in other words, will always act one way or the other in said circumstances, then like most of us, you're a mix of, sometimes I'll step in for the needy, but there are times when it looks like I just shouldn't even get involved. So I'll just pretend I'm not seeing that. And (laughs) that's fine. That's the way life goes. But what I would recommend is that you think of everything as a potential arena in which you have been convinced to believe something that maybe one step left or right would start a domino tilt of, well, what do I actually know and believe about this world and my place in it? I think these are accessible. These are tangible Perhaps even the point of manifesting here is to have that moment of self-reflection followed by the epiphany of whatever comes next. At least that's how it happened for me. And I've always known two things about being on this planet and this life I've scheduled out for Earth 8675309. One, I'm here to witness something. And two, well, don't be too committed to any idea because you never know when something might come along, make you rethink everything.